Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my signature online coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you would like to learn more about my program, Irresistible You, and see if you would be a good fit for enrollment, please schedule a free confidence clarity call at irresistibleicing.com slash call. The link is also in the show notes. All right, guys, let's dive in and welcome back to this week's episode. So you may have noticed if you are a... Um, dedicated weekly listener, (laughs) you probably noticed that there was not a podcast last week. And I shared a little bit about this inside of the free Facebook group and also on my Instagram as well. And what I talked about there was that sometimes you just need a break from everything going on. And I have to tell you, so last week on Monday morning, I woke up and I, I'm diagnosing myself with this, with, this is not a real thing, but it kind of is a thing. <laughs> I woke up with an extreme case of COVID-19 fatigue. I'm talking emotional and mental exhaustion and physical exhaustion because we've been moving. I'm six months pregnant. Everything hurts. Everything is getting to the point where it's uncomfortable physically. And I think all of that just kind of like... <sighs> rolled on top of each other caused me to wake up Monday morning and I was just like I can't do this today I can't podcast today I can't mom today I can't put another you know open another box of things and figure out where they go today I just can't today (laughs) like I was just so emotionally mentally and physically drained and It was kind of also like I woke up feeling angry. I woke up feeling also apathetic to what's going on. And I woke up just feeling burnt out with life, with everything, you know, and that happens. And I think, you know, with everything that has been going on with COVID for the past six months, I'm not the only person that's going through this. You're bound to hit a wall at some point. And I think that by now we all kind of thought – Things might be getting a little bit better. And I think now just the reality of, you know, in a lot of places, we have numbers that are increasing. We're facing the reality of having to possibly homeschool. That's the choice that we're making with our daughter who was supposed to be starting her first year of pre-K. You know, we're not sending our daughter to school with us having a newborn at home come October, November and taking a chance with her, her health and her life as well. So it's just, it's a lot. And I think everything just kind of came at me all of a sudden and I felt angry. I felt fatigued. I felt apathetic. I felt burnt out. And I said, okay, I can push through this. I can get in the office, start recording, do my thing for work, you know? And I just was like, no, no, I'm, I'm going to take the day off. And I'm actually going to just lean into what it is I'm feeling right now. 
and not try to push through it. And I have to say that sometimes you have to make that decision for yourself to just be, right? That is what self-care is about. And that's what we're talking about today is the whole concept of self-care. Because here's the thing, self-care is not about, it's not just about, you know, indulgent spa days and sushi dates with your girlfriends. You know, that's a, that is a form of self-care, let's be real. But self-care is much deeper than that. Self-care is knowing yourself enough, having radical self-awareness, which is a concept that we teach in the program. And so my ladies get to know they have to achieve this level of radical self-awareness because that enables you to know when you need to take a break, when you need a timeout. I tell my daughter gets timeouts when she's not doing what she's supposed to do. And I had to give mama a timeout last Monday. And it's just, there's, there's a lot. And I want you to know, and I want you to feel relief in knowing that everything that's going on right now in the world is heavy. It's, um, especially if you're an empath, and you feel things very deeply, it's very heavy and you need to make sure that you're taking time and putting yourself first and incorporating self-care into your routine. Because otherwise, that's what's going to end up happening, right? Is you come up and you wake up one day and you just hit a wall. And luckily, I'm, I'm good now. I'm feeling energized again. I'm getting my mojo back. It's coming back to me. I don't I don't feel that I've hit true burnout, um, but if you get to a point where you hit true burnout, it's not good. It's really not good. Um, and I was there, you know, years ago, and it's just, it's an awful feeling to have. And I think in this environment, in this climate, it's very easy to find yourself burning out because there's compassion fatigue. It's like, how many more things can we listen to? How many more, you know, stories can we hear and for those of you that have experienced actual illness or loss from this like how much more of this can we deal with you know anybody that's a caregiver understands that the whole concept of compassion fatigue and we don't want to get to that place so we've got to learn how to be radically self-aware so that we can do what we need to do to practice good self-care routines so um that's what we're talking about today. And so last week, it was awesome. Like, I rolled over, I looked at my phone, and I was like, no, girl, it's not happening today. And so my husband, um, my husband works, he works nights, so he doesn't go into work until, like, um, the afternoons. And so, like, the four of us, me, Frank, uh, our daughter Catalina, and Chewy, we just, like, laid in the bed till like, 11 o'clock, and it was glorious because it's been so long even since we've done that and just kind of like let ourselves sleep in let ourselves just hang out because we've been moving and so every morning we try to squeeze in at least he does because he's bless him he's doing all the work around here because I'm basically physically useless at the moment (laughs) when it comes to moving and all that kind of stuff anyway um he's been getting up every single day and you know either painting or you know, doing things in the house or going to storage and getting all, like he's been working so hard and then he goes straight to work. And, um, you know, we've had things to do every single day. So we've kind of been out of our normal routine with everything. And it was just really nice for us as a family to like lounge in the bed and, 
you know, just enjoy ourselves. And we just had a relaxing day and we woke up, had brunch basically at noon. Um, and then my husband had to go to work and I just kind of chilled, you know, chillaxed the whole day. And I think a lot of it too was, um, it was my birthday week. I had my birthday on Thursday. I turned 39, you guys, my last 30th birthday. It's so crazy. And I think that was kind of part of it too, is I just kind of was feeling like, I don't want to say down, but maybe a little bit. Just everything was hitting me with the fatigue. Also, um, I had done a podcast and a YouTube video about this, about being pregnant in a pandemic. And at my last appointment, it just really hit me, like hearing how, you know, only husband can be in the room and even at the hospital and just, you know, no baby showers. No, There's like so many things that aren't going to happen that happened during my first pregnancy. And so it's just different. And it's also the fear and the, you know, thinking I'm hearing more and more stories about moms and newborns and it's just terrifying and it becomes all consuming and that compassion fatigue kind of sets in. So, you know, I know that all of you on some level are going through it in whatever way that you need to go through it, that it relates to your own personal life. And so I just, I feel like this episode um, is very timely because we need to be talking about self-care, right? Because here's the thing, guys. I want you to really hear this. True self-care is not some trending topic on Pinterest, okay? <laughs> True self-care is not a trending keyword on Google. It's not a trend on social media. It is a necessity that we have to have in our life. It is an absolute critical necessity. It is not indulgent, and it is not a trending topic that's going to go away, and I just don't understand when taking good care of yourself became synonymous with selfishness. And in speaking with so many of you, I know that you have that connection. That you feel, because so many of you that I talk to, one of the biggest issues is you putting yourself last. Because you're busy taking care of your career, your children, your family, your parents, you know, all these other things and people. And somewhere along the line, you made a connection that the only way to gain acceptance and love is to be a people pleaser. The only way to gain acceptance and love is to take care of other people. And that putting yourself first somehow means you're this selfish bitch and you don't deserve it. And when you're, you know, in a place where you struggle with confidence and loving yourself and your body image, there's a connection there to you not believing you're worthy of taking care of you and putting yourself first. And I want you to break that, that connection that you have that taking care of yourself is not selfish. Taking care of yourself is critical. It's as critical as it is for you to eat and breathe. Okay. And you know, you've got to break that belief that I can't be a good mom or I can't be a good, you know, business owner or a good, you know, worker, employee, a good wife, a good friend, a good daughter, whatever. You can't be a good mom, business owner, wife, employee, all the things if you're continuing to put yourself last. And it's the same thing with me. It's like if I, if my fuse is short because I'm fatigued, I'm exhausted, I haven't taken any time for me. I'm not checking in with myself. I'm not giving myself breaks. I'm not practicing self-care. 
Do you think I'm showing up as a good business owner? Of course not. Do you think I'm showing up as a good mom? No. And I, and I could feel that in myself that last week where I know I knew that I needed the break because I was raising my voice way more than I would like. I don't like raising my voice to my daughter. And my, I was just being very short. I was saying no all the time and I was raising my voice and I don't like to be that person. And that comes from not practicing enough self-care and just kind of letting everything get to this point where you're almost going to explode. And I didn't quite get there. And that's the thing is you've got to be self-aware enough to know when you need a break. And that's how it was on Monday morning, right? I woke up Monday morning and I was like, I'm not pushing through this right now. And that's a form of self-care. A form of self-care is knowing when you need to push through and keep a commitment to yourself and when you need to give yourself a break. Because there's a very fine line there, right? Um, And when you have that radical self-awareness, that comes from getting to know yourself. And if you don't know yourself, you don't know when you need to take breaks. And so what I end up seeing with a lot of people is years go by. And it's literally been, you know, I've talked to women to where they don't know the last time they took time out for themselves. They don't even know what self-care is. They don't even know what they want for their future because they've never thought about it before. And so let's break this stereotype or this belief or whatever is going on out here in the, you know, the perfect Instagram Pinterest world. And let's break this belief that self-care is this overindulgent, you know, spa days and sushi dates because it's so much more than that. Self-care is not all glamorous. (laughs) You know, true self-care is so not glamorous. For me last Monday, true self-care was rolling around and sleeping in till 11 a.m. That's not glamorous. True self-care for me last Monday was I'm just going to get up and wash my face and brush my teeth. There is no jewelry. There is no makeup. There is none of that going on because I just don't have it in me today. Because I need to just be. I need to just be in my own house, in my own body, in my own skin, and not worry about anything else. And, and this is where it gets weird because on the flip side of that, other days, for me, true self-care is getting up, taking a shower, putting my face on, getting my hair done, getting my jewelry on, because that's me. But there's days that you need breaks from all of that. Do you understand? So I wouldn't know that because that sounds very conflicting with one another. And I wouldn't truly know any of that if I didn't have radical self-awareness in a relationship with myself. I know myself enough to know when I need one of those days. And that's what I want for you as well, is I want you to get to a place where you have such radical self-awareness that you know what you need when you need it. And that you're not waiting until you explode or you tell everybody off or you just have a major meltdown or, God forbid, you get to a place where you're in full burnout. Okay, Um, and so the way that we do that is we have to work on creating an unconditional loving relationship with ourselves. 
And that's also one of the concepts that we learn um, that you learn if you enroll into Irresistible You is one of the things we do is we really, really work on how to create a relationship with yourself, how to create an identity. Because one of the things I've seen with women that join the program, they have been people pleasers, like chronic people pleasers their entire life that they don't even know what they want because they don't have that relationship with themselves. So, you know, the more you get to know yourself, the more you practice self-love, then the self-care is part of that as well. Because self-care is being able to check in with yourself and have really hard conversations. Self-care is knowing yourself enough to have those conversations and say, okay, what is it that I need today? And what I need today might be, I need to sleep in and call out and take the day off. And I just say, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough because I've done the work. I work for myself. Okay. Um, I created this for myself. This did not just happen. So whenever someone tells me, oh my God, you're so lucky you get to work from home. And I'm like, luck has zero to do with the life that I have. (laughs) I was intentional about what I wanted to do with my life. Okay. But when I was an employee and working in corporate America, I say shame on corporate America because what do we do? Everybody, like, I remember having those days, right, where you're just not feeling it. You're not physically ill, but you're mentally, you're mentally exhausted. You're emotionally exhausted. And I always say shame on corporate America for not, and I'm sure some companies are doing this now, but like shame on these companies that only give you sick days. And I remember working for people that the only sick days, they had stipulations, right? Like you had to have a doctor's note. Or if you called in, you know, you had to sit there and make up some kind of a lie that you're throwing up or you've got a fever. Some, because God forbid we could be physic, uh, mentally and emotionally drained, right? <laughs> We're not allowed to take time off for that. And so I would take mental health days. I, call, I always called them mental health days. That's a form of self-care. And I think a lot of companies need to address that. They need to write it into their HR policies, their leave policies, because we have to stop shaming people because they need a day off just to like be, just to be, like just to be without all the doing, just to be a human being, right? Just to be. Um, And it's just a shame that we are still in a society like that where you know, self-care and mental health days are looked down upon. And I think that's where a lot of those misconceptions are coming from because it's drilled into our head that the only reason you should call out of work is because you're physically ill. Even in school, remember? Like, I can remember, um, gosh, I used to have mental health days in elementary school. (laughs) Um, I remember going to the nurse's office and sitting there while I was waiting for the nurse to get her thermometer and you would like rub your hands together so that when you put the thermometer in your mouth, it would get hot and you would be able to go home because they had a policy to where you were only allowed to go home if you had a fever. And that's just, you know, we've got to start addressing that health is not just our physical health, right? Because 
being mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted, it leads to burnout. And that can even lead to you being in the hospital. And as we all know, mental and emotional stress can manifest itself physically as well. And so, you know, I just, I want to speak on this. I want you to hear it from me. It's one voice. It's one drop in the bucket. But I want you to have permission to start taking better care of yourself. And that if you need a mental health day, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to take that day. Um, And without the guilt, because that's the thing, right? We feel like, well, if I have the day off, I better be doing something. And that was kind of like me too, because I'm looking around the house. You guys, we've been here um, like a month and a week so far in our new house. And I'm sitting in the office right now, you guys, looking at Home Depot boxes and stuff that has to be unpacked. And last Monday when I decided to just be, I was still fighting the guilt of like, well, maybe I should be unpacking some things. And it's like, no, that'll get done. It all gets done. We just need time to be with ourselves and just not do anything, right? So please know that you're not alone. Everybody goes through this. I think right now it's even heightened more than it's ever been because we're in a different time. We are in a place of uncertainty. We are in a place where we don't know when this whole pandemic COVID thing is going to end. And as we're continuing on, you know, a lot of us, myself included, are running on months and months, six months now of having to work, having to raise kids, having to worry, having to do all the things, and there's been no reprieve in between. So you kind of have to give yourself some grace and some credit there that we're not in normal circumstances. And so what can you do right now to take better care of yourself, to check in with yourself? And that's been really hard, especially, you know, like if you're a parent and your kids have been home and you can't send your kids to grandparents and you can't take your kids places and they're not going to summer camp. And now most of them, at least where I live, are not going to school. So it's it's heavy and it's a lot and we need to really make sure that we are putting ourselves first so that we can show up as better human beings, as better parents, as better employees, business owners, all of the things. So that's it, guys. I hope this was helpful. I hope you are doing good considering everything that's going on. Try to find that glimmer of hope in the storm that we're in because it's there. There are good things that are still happening. There are always things to be grateful for. And I'll just end on that, that, you know, if you're having a hard time with what feels like a hopeless situation, I want you to focus and redirect yourself to gratitude. I want you to think about, you know, everything that's going on, but what can I be grateful for today? Because there's always something to be grateful for. And that will help redirect your thoughts and your brain to not focus on when is this going to end? Oh my God, this is too much. This is heavy. Because it is. So how can you redirect yourself so that you don't get stuck in that cycle? And that's also a a form of self-care as well. So as always, if you want to learn more about the Irresistible You coaching program and see if you're a good fit, I invite you to sign up for a free confidence clarity call. You can go to irresistibleicing.com slash call. The link is also included in the show notes. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram at irresistibleicing. I always post behind the scene 
things on my stories. Um, Instagram stories is probably my favorite place to communicate on social media and also just um, a fun way for us to connect and, and get to know one another. So on that note, I hope you're having an amazing week. Stay healthy, stay safe, and until next time, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.